Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with Mara on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us this morning. Today we're going to be talking about chakras. And before we do talk about chakras, let's just spend a little bit of time combining our energies together so that we can be a combined unit a force for change to love in our society. We are hearing a lot of hate lately on the airways. Maybe we've heard it all along. And when you look in the newspapers, when you look at the Internet news, when you listen to the news on the television, all we hear about is hate-filled activity. And yet the reality is we are not hateful beings. And our challenge on earth in, for our souls in this human form is to show our soul's true nature, which is a nature of love. And so to this morning what we're going to do is we're going to meditate together to Annihilate, Be Still Thy Soul, and we're going to collectively join our breaths together with the breath of God so that we can send healing, loving energy around this planet, around our homes, around the room that we are in, and around ourselves. So much of the discord in society arises, I am coming to recognize, from a fear there is not enough. And so we keep all that we have which creates there not being enough. We are afraid to share. From a fear that we are not more than someone else. So we create groups of people who are better than other people. Failing to recognize that each and every one of us is equal and enough. Our being enough has nothing to do with the economies of money, but instead with the divine aspect of our creation. We are all parts of God. We are all valuable. We are all enough. I have said many, many Sunday mornings, if you have a gemstone and a gem is missing, it doesn't matter if it's the diamond or if it's a very small piece of amethyst, it is still missing, and the gemstone is not complete. We are all gemstones in the ring of life. So let us join together this morning and pray together, meditate together, whatever word makes you feel comfortable, to annihilate, be still thy soul, as we create a positive energy of love and caring. This is only three minutes and 40 seconds. I would encourage you, now we're going to be talking about chakras today and we're going to be talking about uh, a chakra cleansing technique that was developed by Julia Jablonski. Um, Everybody doesn't see things the same way. And one of the things that I like that she encourages in her cleansing is that you develop things your own way. 
I want to say to you, what I suggest as a way to help you elongate your breath is something that works for me. If it doesn't work for you, just let it go and do whatever works for you. But I encourage people to begin, and I kind of do my meditation in uh, a reverse order. Um, Some might think, but I guess not. I do it the same way as Julia Jablonski. I start at the base chakra. And so what I would encourage you to do is breathe as though your nose were in the soles of your feet. Now, so many people say, well, my soul's nose isn't there. Of course it isn't there. But what you are doing with meditation is you are creating an ambiance, a method that works for you. And by acting as though your nose is in the soles of your feet, you are basically creating a process of having to pull your air up a long way. And it teaches you to begin to use sipping breaths, so that the only thing you think about is not your breathing and you don't feel like you're strangling for air. You can sip air in. And it also elongates the breath because there is a very short distance comparatively between the nose and the lungs. But between the feet and the lungs is a journey. Once again, you do not have to take one long breath and hold on to it and and start finding yourself turning red or blue in the face. Rather, please, just take sips. I encourage you to pull that breath up, thinking about where it's going and thinking about the energy that it's bringing into you and the love. And as you're pulling it in, I would like you to think, there is enough love. If you're going to pull it up, the front of your calves, the front of your thighs, you're going to cross over. And it's your base chakra. You're going to combine that breath and begin moving up your spine, up your chakras, your divining rod. And as you move through the zones of your body, the vortexes, you're going to feel them. You know they're there. We all know they're there. You pull that refreshing breath up. There is enough love. And when you reach the top, the crown chakra, I encourage you to act as though the breath goes beyond your body and enters a piper tubing that connects with the breath of God, with all that is. And as you breathe out, breathe out, I am love. Breathing in, there is enough love. And breathe out slowly, releasing all of the energies, the negative energies, and pushing them back down with the help of God into the earth from whence they came. And know you are loved. I'm not going to say any more now. As we listen to Annihil's Be Still Thy Soul.
Let me tell you, I am not the high-tech wizard. I do know my way generally around a computer, but last week I had some callers, or two weeks ago I had some callers, and I didn't even know how to get to them. I had to go to the university, the Blog Talk University, to figure that one out. When I first came to Blog Talk was a long time ago, and back in that day I had a co-host, and and he would manage all of that stuff. And um, I don't know how many callers we had, but I actually it was easier. I thought maybe it's not so hard now. But if you call in today at six four six. 
595-3584. Please, let's follow a couple of rules. And today is going to be a pretty heavy, heavy meditation day. If we're meditating, I'm probably not going to bring you on the air in the middle of a meditation. But please, please, hang on. I know how to do it now, I believe. We're going to find out. And I will bring you on. I want your input and your ideas. I think together we will make a difference. We are now moving into a time of consciousness raising. We will make a difference. Uh, The uh, other thing is that uh, I'm not good at moving back and forth between the chat and the keyboard once again because I do not have a co-host. Also because I, believe it or not, am juggling papers and books and other stuff uh, that I want to share with you. Some of it gets on the air and some of it doesn't because this is a God-driven program. And the final just kind of bookkeeping thing that I want to share with you is you will see there's some images associated with this transmission today and also that I changed my um, profile image. For years now, I've been trying to explain to people how I feel when I talk to God. And for me, it's almost a mystery that people cannot see this electric charge just rising out of me. And, I mean, I've said that to friends. I mean, I can't believe you can't see the energy that I'm feeling in my communion with God when I meditate, when I take three deep breaths, when I do this program. There's one image that has hands that are heating up and energy coming out of them. I know those hands. I live those hands. I've been living them for 20-plus years. When my hands heated up the first time, I was nervous. What's going on? And then a cousin of mine told me she got hot hands. And I understood. This stuff... I came from really kind of a hillbilly beginning, and my grandpa was a healer. He could heal physical issues with people, Um, but he told me that he did not heal. He was simply a vessel through whom God could act, just as Jesus was a vessel. Everyone who was healed by Jesus was not necessarily touched by Jesus. What they did at times was touch Jesus, and by touching him, they believed that they would be healed, and they were. The same is true for many, many beautiful messengers that have traveled this planet. My grandfather, back in the hills of West Virginia, people believed that he could heal He had that vibration that I'm describing in my profile picture. He had those hands that could lay on and pull and transfer to God an illness within someone. And he was a holy man. He wasn't a perfect man, but he was a holy man. And my family is variously gifted or... I don't consider them gifts, Uh, with various heightened senses from empathy where you can feel a room when you can walk in. You can feel what people are feeling. Maybe you could hear what they were thinking if you wanted to. Personally, I think that's invasive. 
So what happens is you walk in a room, and could you imagine knowing, just sensing what someone is really feeling when you're hearing their words? And then in the light of that knowledge, knowing, knowing that the best course is to be true to you and your character, to be your highest self. That's what we're facing. Is There are many times, I'm talking on just kind of a spiritual level about empathy, but there are many times when we have actual concrete evidence in front of us of how people are thinking and feeling And we need to be silent if being being a speaker means that we join the fray. We need to soften our eyes and soften our hearts and understand that there are lessons being learned in that room that may not be your lessons. And if in the course of that you are wounded, Please know that it takes so much more courage to be kind, to be sensitive, to be caring, than to rise up and be aggressive and mean-spirited and show that you're more than enough and that you're going to win this situation and you're going to win this moment and you are right. Because when it all comes down, everyone will remember that single instance of you rising up and they will forget all of the instances when you sought to be the peacemaker, when you were quiet and when you were calm. If you were booking money on it, there's no money booked on being angry, mean, controlling, dominating, waiting for the moment to be right. You may be right in that battle, but you will, what they call a Pyrrhic victory, you will lose the war of life for yourself, and that is the only person you are fighting it for. I often wonder what the world would be like if we taught our children to balance their chakras, if we taught our children that love was possible, if we taught our children there was enough love for everybody, and that God loved everybody unconditionally. So how do we do it? Well, I think we begin by recognizing chakras. The first time that I went to someone who told me my chakras were off, I had no idea what she was talking about. After all, my senses had been with me since I was born, and they were something that were really, really well hued in the, um, and I don't even know if that's the right word, but they were definitely shaped, modeled, polished in uh, hillbilly Methodism. Now, very early on in my life, I recognized that being a Methodist was a little bit different than some faiths. Because if you know, or maybe you don't know, John Wesley, the reason we're called Methodist was because John Wesley would write down what he was doing basically every minute of every day in a book, methodically keeping track of his own behavior because he knew that he was in charge of him. Wow. 
what an amazing faith for me to be brought up in because I know that I am in charge of me. And when I get sidetracked and when I lose my peace, it's because I want to convince someone else to see who I really am. I want to get the moment to be exactly the way I want to be. In other words, I want to manipulate to a result. My friends, sometimes the result is in God's hands. And when something, one thing ends, something much better is ahead of you. So that which you are clinging to, trying to get recognized, trying to be understand, stood, trying to be of value in, is over. It's time to move on. And endings are not always bad. When our lives end, we move to the other side. When a venture that we're in here is over, we move to a better venture. There is always something better, even if it is not economically better. There is something better in it for you if you open yourself to the light of mankind. If you allow your chakras, that word that I didn't understand, to be cleansed, open, to let go of the pains of life and feel that you are enough. You are enough. So when this person told me that I had a broken heart chakra, I had no idea what she was talking about. Now, I could have looked at my life and figured out all sorts of things that caused me not to trust love very much. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't I didn't love, but I loved in a very detached way. So learning to attach and trust people is my challenge in life. And when you don't attach, that creates the cycle of people looking at you oddly and questioning your loving characteristics. And I'm sure each one of you, as we go through the chakra cleansing, are going to recognize things about yourself. And that is yours. And as we go through the chakra cleansing, each one of you is going to develop ultimately your own system for cleansing your chakras. And I actually went to a website uh, that just has this huge body of material, one of which was actually a recorded cleansing. It was a beautiful meditation, and I wanted to share that with you, but I cannot figure out how to upload it here. It says MPing3. I thought it should come up, but for whatever reason, I think maybe it's too long. So we're going to play Kobiaka's Pathless Journey and we'll do it twice as we go through our chakra cleansing today. So have I told you what chakras are yet? I don't think so. As I said to you, I believe these programs are God-driven. And so I live and accept however they come out. I recognize that they're not going to be perfect and I'm a perfectionist at heart. And so that 
was a struggle in the beginning. But now I realize the beauty in imperfection. Because by something being imperfect, it means I have let go and let God take us to the result. So what is a chakra? There are actually seven chakras, and they are the vortexes of energy. And the one thing that science and faith and spirit and religions agree is that the human form is energy. And also that there is some sort of connection. Some people may call it quantum physics. Some people may call it um, being parts of God. Uh, The Kabbalah has a beautiful story I've told many of you in the past about God having been a vase and broken, and all of us are parts of that vase who lost track of the fact that we were part of God and are on a journey to remember that. Now, being a part of God carries with it an obligation, and that obligation is to be kind and considerate. And so in today's world, if you look around, don't you think that people might be pretty scared about the concept that they're part of God because what is happening all around us, what is being said, what is being done is so not God-like. And by the way, I'm not telling you I'm always God-like. I'm a lawyer and I get in the courtroom and sometimes when I walk out, um, although I struggle to use the best words, the highest words, the sincerest and most loving words, sometimes when I walk out, I know people did not perceive my words that way. So the chakras are seven zones within us that deal with our body, that deal with our emotions, that deal with who we are. And I many times have taken you through those zones, those chakras, by taking you through uh, the base chakra, and I call that where we carry our fear. Now, uh, Ms. Jablonski has something much grander to talk about today, and you should listen to what she says. But when I invite you to pull your breath up through your base chakra, I invite you to pull it up as fearless breath. The next zone is the zone of creativity, the sacral chakra. That zone is both sexual and love and all sorts of energies. Moving up, we come to the solar plexus, and that in my training, is the zone of healing. It's a yellow energy, and it can heal all dis-ease within us. We come to the heart chakra where we love and allow ourselves to be loved. And you know what I find interesting is I think so many people are afraid to allow themselves to be loved. We come to the voice chakra, so that's loving energy, So we now have fearless, creative, healing, loving energy all within us. All that you need is within you. Then we come to the throat chakra. Ah, that's where we use our words. We do so much harm with words. So I call that the zone of forgiveness. Then we come up to the third eye, the zone of manifestation. Some people call it the psychic zone. That is the zone where we send out our image of what we choose for life to be like. And we have control over that image. And then at the top is the crown chakra. 
And that is a beautiful purple fading into light, bright, bright light, which is where our breath joins with the breath of God. I think that part of the reason I'm on this planet at this time is to remind people that there's not any layer between the person and God. Whether you never cleanse your chakras, even if you never sit down and meditate, even if you never believe in God, even if you uh, have lived a life that some might consider to be disreputable and unloving, God is waiting there beside you to take your hand. And so as we begin the process of preparing for cleansing our chakras, uh, which will take the rest of the program, and I will be reading a script. And as we begin that process, I'm going to give you just a couple of minutes to think about what I've shared with you. And actually, I'm going to give you three minutes and 55 seconds with Catherine Toyama's Open Your Heart. And I'd like you to think about the things that I've been saying to you about there being enough love for all, about your being loved. And when you feel, begin to feel the energy as you're breathing in deeply, and I believe you all can feel the same way that I feel. If you just open your heart, and when you feel safe, please reach out your hand and take the hand of God beside you. So that as we enter this cleansing, we are going to enter it holding hands with God, all of us, on our right and on our left. So when you take your next breath in, please take the hand of the God beside you. Catherine Toyama's Open Your Heart. I am not sure that you can hear anything. I cannot. And I do not have anyone in the chat rooms to ask that question. So let me just find something shorter, simpler. Let's do Serenity Road. Breathing in, a long breath up in front of your chest, in your thighs, across the pulse of your face down. Release the spirits that are within you. Bring a fearless breath up. Take a little
Now pull a creative breath up into your solar plexus. As you begin to relax in the presence of all that is. Breathing in deeply. Feel the breath come up into your heart. Fearless. Creative. Healing breath. Rest back your shoulders and feel the joy of knowing you are enough. You are safe. You are loved. And if you feel relaxed and safe, reach out your hand and have God follow the rest of your breath up your chakra, through your chakras, up the defeating rod, crossing your throat chakra, forgiving yourself for uncaring words and forgiving others for uncaring words they've given to you. And instead, switching your throat chakra so that it begins moving in a counterclockwise, excuse me, in a clockwise energy formation. The energy in your throat chakra so that you can manifest all that you are. Work. Across the zone of manifestation and see yourself as your highest self. And when you're not lifting yourself up again and starting new fresh, join your breath with the breath of God and breathe out, I am love. And take the hand of God beside you. I'm now going to put on Kobayaka's Pathless Journey. And we're going to begin cleansing our chakras. Allow your meditations to evolve and to reflect your individual values and beliefs. Close your eyes. Relaxed. Put yourself in a tranquil mood. Allow peace to encircle you. Ground yourself in this moment and in your body. In this place and in this time. Look around you. Mark the things that are beautiful in the room in your mind. Mark this moment. Take breath in 
and out. In and out. In and out. Follow the breath as it flows through your toward your nostrils. As it enters your nose. As it moves up your body to fill your lungs. And then as it is expelled. That's it. Just relax into this quiet moment. Breathe in. Follow your breath. And out. In and out. Feel where your breath meets your chair or bed or floor. Become aware of your body from head to toe, of your weight, of the heaviness of your limbs. Now focus on the area at the base of the spine, the area between your legs. This is the root or base chakra. Its energy is red and it governs your physical body, your physical health and vitality. In your mind, Study the appearance of the chakra. Note its color and vitality. Mentally envision the chakra and note any symbolic symptoms of disease. See the red energy. With your eyes closed, Have you been caring well for your body? If your chakra is dusty, dirty, torn, or otherwise less than a perfectly brilliant red whirling vortex, imagine your hand or those of God beside you working on the chakra, cleansing it so that it will move in a clockwise direction, smoothly, cleanly, clearly. If it is dirty, clean away the dirt and throw it into an imaginary pail with the lid. Allow those hands to repair any imperfections. And when the chakra is clean, Mentally take the pail and hurl it into the sun. Watch it as it travels through space and bursts into a zillion bits of energy upon solar contact. Allow the sun to recycle this energy back into the universe. 
Now, turn your attention back to the root chakra. It is clean and red. You are surrounded by infinite root energy. Imagine the room glowing red with this energy. Feel its strength and power. See red swirls of energy flowing to your root chakra. You can feel this as a tingling as the energy feels your root chakra. As the energy swirls in, your chakra grows large and deep red and strong. Allow the energy to fill your chakra until it is so vital that it extends several feet out from your body. In your mind, you can see extended from your body, your root chakra, a brilliant red swirling vortex of physical energy. Now, the vortex begins turning white as it moves up to your abdomen, to the area of the womb or spleen, to your sacral chakra. This is the orange chakra that which controls clear thinking and creativity. Take a moment to observe the chakra as the vortex turns to this orange, beautiful orange color. Note the vitality of this color. Is it clean and strong? Or is there work to be done here? Allow those invisible hands to cleanse the chakra, to repair or heal it. Discard any imperfections in the pail and send the pail to the sun to recycle the energy. Focus on the orange chakra again. It is now clean and whole and a bright orange Call out to the universe for orange creative energy and feel the space around you begin to glow orange. With a tingle, you feel the energy begin to swirl into your chakra, charging it with vitality and with creativity, with clear thought. Watch as your orange chakra grows and whirls in a clockwise direction until it extends out from your body for several feet, just as the red root chakra is still whirling and strong. Turn from the red chakra up through the orange chakra and a clear vortex of energy now moves to the solar plexus 
This is the heart of the yellow chakra, that which governs will and ambition. Take a few moments to examine the chakra. Note its color and appearance. Have you been lazy or perhaps too driven? Examine your will through this chakra. Allow the invisible hands to cleanse the chakra and heal it, discarding any imperfections into the pail and send the pail to the sun for recycling. Continuing to breathe in and out. Relaxing in the images of your cleansing your chakra. Now return your attention to the yellow chakra, that of will. It is now clean and a bright yellow. Invite the universe to send you yellow energy, will energy. To achieve your goals, to work for that which you value and desire, and for the courage to do so. Feel this yellow energy surrounding your body, and with a tingle, feel the energy swirl into your solar plexus. In your mind, you can see the red root chakra growing. You can see the orange sacral chakra growing and pulsing brilliantly as they whirl clockwise. And your solar plexus yellow energy glowing strongly, filling the room with the energy from your body as you vibrate to these energies that are flowing clockwise in your body. Now, a cleansing, clear vortex of energy moves up to your heart, to the middle of your chest, your heart chakra, the green chakra. You may feel an instant wave of emotion. This chakra governs your feelings, your emotional connections to others and to the universe, to life itself. Examine this chakra. Note its color, vitality, and any impurities. Reflect a moment on how you've been feeling emotionally lately. Are there bindings holding in pain? Or is the chakra tight and hard with anger? Release any tensions, any imperfections or impurities to the pale. Send them to the sun for recycling. They are still yours if you want to hold them. But for now, release any pain or anger. Focus back on the heart chakra. It is clean and a beautiful green color. 
It whirls strongly and evenly. Universe, send me green energy for my heart. Open my heart. I invite into my heart love. Your heart chakra is now clean and a beautiful green. It whirls strongly and evenly in a clockwise direction. Universe, send me green energy for my heart. Open my heart to the world, to all beings, big and small. Open my heart to the world, to all beings, big and small with compassion for our shared experiences and journey. Feel my heart with love energy that I may in turn give love to others. Feel the green energy whirling in your heart. Watch the chakra grow and glow and spin with this new energy. From the red chakra, through the orange chakra, through the yellow chakra, through the green chakra, your chakras are cleansed and charged. (laughs) And huge with energy. Focus on the throat. Center of the blue chakra as a glowing white vortex enters the throat and begins to turn blue, which governs communication and personal magnetism. Examine the chakra, noting the color and any perfect imperfections. Perhaps you haven't been honoring your own beliefs and speaking out when you should, Or perhaps you've been talking over others or not listening well. Perhaps you've been feeling shy and afraid to extend your energy in communication. Allow the hands to heal and cleanse the chakra. And when finished, send the impurities to the sun for recycling in the pail.
Now the chakra is clean and strong and bright blue. Fill the air steel with blue universal energy. Feel the throat open as this energy swirls into the throat chakra. Feel your throat open with this swirling, strong, blue energy charged with love. This energy ignites your aura with magnetism, drawing others to you. Focus on the middle of your forehead. Feel the white energy vortex moving up from the red, orange, green, excuse me, yellow, green, blue into the third eye, the middle of your forehead. The chakra is indigo and governs psychic vision and intuition. Examine the chakra for imperfections. Perhaps it is locked up due to fear. Perhaps it no longer spins out of neglect or stagnation. Allow the hands to cleanse the chakra and see the energy in the chakra begin to grow as you move the impurities to the pale and allow the pale to go off to join the energy of the sun and the universe. See the globe, the vortex of indigo energy expanding and filling the room with the orange, yellow, green, blue energies. Focus. There is a psychic energy available to you beyond measure. Feel it. Charge the air. Swirl in and out and around and fill your third eye chakra with deep, vital indigo energy. Feel the third eye open and note any mental visions as this occurs. Know you are safe. You are protected. Now is a good time to pray for increased psychic power. It will come. Note the red root chakra, the orange womb chakra, bright, strong, big. Move your attention up to the yellow solar plexus chakra, to the green heart chakra, open and brilliant to the blue throat chakra and the indigo third eye chakra. Your chakras are huge, whirling, and fully charged. Now focus your attention at the crown of your head. This chakra is violent, near the body, fading to white further away. This chakra governs your connection to the universe, God, Goddess, the Creator, Yahweh, Allah. 
This chakra is like an umbilical cord to home. Reflect on your spirituality of late. Examine the chakra and allow any healing needed. This chakra generally needs much less work than others because God is always there no matter what name you give to him or her. Allow the hands to heal, to cleanse and recycle the discarded energy to the sun. Now examine the chakra. It is brilliantly violet, growing white around the outside. Mentally reach out to that which you consider your source, to God or the universe. Feel the response, the energy flowing back to you. Pray for peace and joy of a strong crown chakra connection. Feel the violent energy flowing in, a loving embrace of your whole self, of your soul. See the crown chakra grow enormous and the white energy surround your body. All of your chakras are now clean, charged and in balance. From the red root chakra to the orange womb chakra to the yellow solar plexus chakra to the green heart chakra to the blue throat chakra to the deep purple third eye to the violet crown, your chakras are spinning and whirling clockwise, full of energy and vitality. See the white energy that extends up and out from the crown chakra, enveloping your whole body in an egg of white energy. Begin To feel the joy of cleansing. You are completely refreshed. You are calm and peaceful. Your energy is balanced. You are full of vitality. Begin to come back into the room. Recognize those points that you marked in the beginning. And be refreshed, full of love today as you go forth. Thank you for joining me. Namaste. And may you have a beautiful day.